You have one unheard message. Hi, I was calling Current, the influencer marketing platform, but I think I just got redirected to a bunch of people listening to a podcast. Well, anyways, I was calling Current because I was told they could help get my brand set up on TikTok Shop and even build out an affiliate program of content creators promoting my brand and even have those content creators go on live streams and promote my product there. Wow, I could really use Current. I also heard that the brands they work with are making millions in sales. I guess I'll just go to their website at current.tech. Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member? For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details. Welcome back to another episode of the Buffalo Happy Hour. Mike, what's going on, man? Derek, we traveled. We dealt with transit during rush hour, but we're here with our <laughs> friends at Addie's. You guys want to introduce yourselves? Sure. I'm Lewis Malone from Addie's. And I'm Tyler Malone. I'm the owner's son. Don't let him fool you. <laughs> yeah. I'm just from Addie's. Yeah. <laughs> so that's actually an interesting point to start with. How is it working as a family? Because this is a family-run business. You have two liquor stores, right? Well, I have one liquor store. One liquor store. The other one. Gotcha. Okay. Yes. So, how is it doing? Uh, having a family business. I think it's fun. Yeah. He just doesn't listen to me. Well, well, I, <laughs> so. I, I love it. It's fun. I, I've learned a lot. He's hands down the best boss I've ever had. So take it for take Pre- that. Pretty much the only boss he's ever had. He's worked at a <laughs> pizza place. Uh, I've worked at another liquor store in Ithaca. Yeah. But yeah, it's fun. It is. It it is. It's a lot of fun. Yeah. I mean, we grew from one small, little rinky-dink, twenty-five hundred square foot store in East Amherst, and um, just me running the store open and close every day, to this, which is a lot of fun. So, how did that start? You just wake up one day and you're like, "I want to own a liquor <laughs> store," or where did? <laughs> so. As you can see, I have the accent from Boston, and I used to work for Miller Brewing Company, and they relocated me out to Buffalo, and they said, trust me, Lewis, two years, we're going to move you back, and I said, okay. They said, you need this, you need this to, you know, to get, uh, to move up in the company. So I moved out here, two years, my wife came kicking and screaming, and um, six months of me being out here, we got bought out by a conglomerate, South African breweries. And they put a um, uh, no more reloads for two years minimum, so no problem. And I survived the first couple cuts. And then uh, we got a new boss in, didn't like me, didn't work out, he let me go. So I'm sitting there on my way home, getting off the highway. It was his birthday, actually. And way to go. Yeah, right? Super Bowl Sunday, too, wasn't it? <laughs> Yeah, no, I don't think it was Super Bowl Sunday. It was close, though. Oh, it's one um, of the times the Patriots were in the Super Bowl. Yeah. So, anyways. <laughs> um, I'm sitting there going, what the hell am I going to do? I got laid off 
I have no family out here. I can't afford to move back to Boston. It was too expensive. Mm-hmm. So as soon as I got off the exit off the 990, I saw that they were building a huge business park with Geico and Citibank. So I said, that's a great spot for a liquor store. Because I used to work in a liquor store when I grew up, when I was younger, for years. Mm-hmm. So I got the experience there. So I put a liquor license in, got it, and that's where we started. Wow. Yeah. When was that? That was thir- 13 years ago. Wow. Yeah. We moved out here 18 years ago. Yeah. So, so that's right by the, the Greek restaurant, right? Yes. Ambrose okay. House. Yep. Yes. Okay. Wow. That's crazy. Yeah. Years ago, I used to work at Geico, so I'd always drive past a liquor store, and I'm like, one okay. of these days, I'm going to go in there and just drop my entire paycheck because I have to go back to corporate America. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I, I just can't do it. Yeah. Yeah. So that was, that was tough, opening that up. Um, it was really tough. Just um, a brand new store. No one knew we, we were there. Mm-hmm. The business park was only probably a quarter of the way full. So... Yeah, that that was it. So we were there for five years, and then I opened up the second store over right, right by Consumer Beverage on, on Transit. Gotcha. Yeah, a mile up the road. that's interesting because we've dealt a lot with distilleries and breweries, and hearing about their process of getting into a liquor store is one thing, mm-hmm. but starting a liquor store and trying to get product in is the obviously reverse side of that. So how does yeah. that work? How do you start a liquor store? You ask all the salespeople to come in. What do you think I need for this area? And then you cut through all the bullshit and everything that they have to make money on. And you just, just out of experience of all the years I've had, just, you know, this will sell, this won't sell. I think this will sell. And you got to buy it. And But then you also got to buy the correct deal levels. Sure. You know, Jack Daniels is a 150 case deal level. It's like a, what, a $20,000 invoice just for Jack Daniels. Wow. You got to decide whether you want to buy that deal or not. Mm-hmm. The next one down is fifty cases, or and then twenty-five cases. But you know, if you want to be competitive, which deal do you buy? Sure. So that's wow. that was the struggles. Yeah. Interesting. I can't even fathom that. Like that's yeah. Because <laughs> at the end of the day, the employees were like, "Well, it's just it's twenty grand. Like it's on the company. Like don't worry about it." But if you start it, you're like, "What about rent? Like right. what about <laughs> yeah. what about the mortgage that?" My old company was supposed to ensure that that was going to be okay. Exactly. Wow. Yeah. yeah. It's pretty scary. Yeah, um, it's pretty scary. So where did the name come from? So Lexi's is the first store, and that's my older daughter. That was my first daughter, and she's 22 now. So Lexi's Wine and Spirits. And then gotcha. Addie. The favorite. Is our favorite. She's the, <laughs> she's the fourth kid. Everybody's every single person. <laughs> was the so Addison is her name, and we named this store Addie's Wine and Spirits. And we have two boys in the middle: Tyler, this one here, and uh, Colin. He's in college right now in Rhode Island. Well, I mean, I'm the oldest, not in the middle, but you know. Yeah. <laughs> so Tyler and Colin don't get a name. No, they just got to work for it. They got to work yeah, for it, yeah. right? That's amazing. So it's pretty cool. I got everyone yeah. working in the store when they're home, um, except for Addie, of course. She's only 12. Mm-hmm. But uh, You can get her in here. It's yeah, fine. she's been in here once in a while. <laughs> yeah, she hits in the batting cage right behind us, too. Right. Nice. <laughs> so speaking on that, let's let's discuss where we're at now and then kind of the, the development to have the amount of space that you guys have, right? Because there's 
it's not just a liquor store. Like when I first walked in, I was pretty impressed with mm-hmm. the depth of the store. Um, how did this whole thing come about? Um, well, there's a fun store. How much time do we have for this? As much time as you want. Yeah. So as you see this store, this is um, 19,000 square feet. Um, massive for a liquor store. Massive. Yeah. Great. Right. Um, went to the liquor authority to get the approval after it's already built out. It's all ready to go in, um, but before we actually buy product and move into the store, we have to go to the liquor authority and get their approval. My competitor down the street, that huge store down there, fought, fought me on this and convinced the liquor authority somehow that my liquor store was too large for the area. You're still half the size. So as you see that gate going across, yeah, we had to put that gate up to make my store smaller. Really? So I can't have any products behind that, that gate. For retail. For retail. I can use it for storage, and that's it. Yeah. Wow. Exactly. So, yeah, yeah. yeah. For, Perplexed. For what, though? Like, what is the, what is the reasoning behind it? It's so just you have too much product at His store point? is 30,000 square feet, which is a quarter of a mile down the road. My store is... 19,000, but I had to cut it down to 13,000 square feet because he didn't want me in his backyard, I guess. I don't know. There's no law against it. It's like a McDonald's and a Burger King right next to each mm-hmm. other. It's There's just barbershops in the plaza next to us that are literally uh, shared by share wall. Wow. Yeah. So he somehow convinced the liquor authority. God knows how he did it. I have no idea. But so make do and mm-hmm. cut the store in half and when was that that was five years ago oh, so that's recent well, yeah so Next we've month. been here for uh almost five years november 6th i think okay so then how long did it take in it's getsville correct this is williamsville no no, no now but the first store yes. yeah so uh lexi's mm-hmm. yeah okay that's so, my wife's store yeah gotcha so how long did it take for people to know like oh i could buy booze here that took Longer than I thought. Okay. <laughs> Still going on. Okay. So, perfect example. Yeah. I had customers coming in from Geico, and they walk in, they look around like, oh, cute store. How long have you been here for? I said, five years. Did you just get a job at Geico? And they said, no, I've been working there for seven years. <laughs> yeah. So... You know why. You're just exhausted after talking to people all day on the phone. Well, this and then is what you, the, just, you just keep driving. And that's funny because that's what the guy said. He goes, as soon as I got out of Geico, I just got in my car and just gunned it. Yeah. And I just wanted to catch that light so I could take a, you know, take a right to go to the 990. And mm-hmm. I wasn't looking to see what was in that plaza. No. The only time somebody from Geico goes to that plaza or the section of the plaza because there's a lot in there that most people literally don't know anything about is to go there for lunch to pick up greek salads Mm -hmm. and then you shoot back because you only have x amount of time exactly so yeah it's uh i i have to go back i have to visit because there are so many times where i passed it and i was just like i was so mad because say you have plans at 6 30 but then you get stuck on the phone and then you can't make those plans at 6 30 it's it's a full thing exactly well ever since that we decided to move the store to a corner unit, which is twice the size. So we expanded the store, and it has a huge window front, big sign, so people would finally see it. Sure. So ever since we did that, 
it's helped a lot. Which, were there any neighbors that cared about that expansion? Or? Oh, no, no, no not okay. at all. Perfect. <laughs> it was fantastic, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we just wheeled everything down from one unit to another. It worked out perfect. Yeah, yeah no one complained. No one fought me on it. Good. 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 So how many employees total do you have? Um, this That's store right question. here is, what, 13? About, yeah. 15? Yeah, 15. Okay. And Lexi's five? Yeah. And what are your hours? We are 9 a.m. to 10 p.m. Okay. Here. On Friday, Saturday, and then Monday through Thursday, 9 a.m. to 9 p.m. Wow, you guys stay open pretty late. Yeah, we try to be the last store in the area. I mean, everyone in Williamsville kind of goes to bed like 8.30, 9 o'clock anyways. Yeah, so it's pretty pretty quiet here yeah. after 9. So how is it, I mean, and we talked about just starting the liquor store in the first place, but you have local um, distilleries here and everything like that, but what about like going into the wine business or even scotch because there's different prices and imports and how is that all handled? Is it still through a sales rep and everything oh, locally? Yeah. 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 We have, I don't know how too, many reps we too have. Too many. <laughs> 30 reps maybe that come in. Yeah. And there's like maybe 20 come in every week and then there's about 30 every other week. It's wow. a lot of reps. Yeah. There's a lot of products out there. So when it comes to the tax and the tariffs and bringing stuff over, how is that calculated into like the overall price that you guys? Well, that the wholesalers deal with all that. Okay, gotcha. The distributors. Except for well, that helps. Tax. And that's figured into everything. Yeah. It takes it off your plate at least, so that's good. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> all, all we charge extras is the sales tax yeah. for the good state of New York. Gotcha. Yeah, Interesting. So is it – so from – we were discussing this with a couple of distilleries, um, but the amount of times that something gets taxed before – somebody actually opens it at their house and drinks it, it's like seven times in New York State? You know, I don't know. I heard something crazy like that. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's absurd. So from your perspective, you said that everything's factored in. So when the rep gives you the price, that includes – so it's just like, look, man, like everything's already done. Like we yeah. finally got it here. This is just how much it's going to be for you to put it on the shelf and then – this is like a recommend. Okay, so they they give you like a recommend. Uh, I'm sorry, a recommended price that you would sell it at to cover everything. Yeah, they usually sell, give it to us at let's say ten dollars, and we'd mark it up fourteen ninety nine. So we make a little bit of money there. Yeah, but it's basically money. just to keep the lights on because yeah. that that's what's, yeah. that's what's crazy too. Like everybody thinks, God, there's so much money in that. It's like not nah, not in this state. Yeah, at least well, you know, like New York is is crazy high when it comes to all the taxes, and, and yeah. I see that you know when I compare products from one state to the next, and I'm amazed how much higher New York is. A lot of it's going to do with the distributors themselves, mm -hmm. but also the, the hidden taxes that the retailer doesn't see. That's frustrating. So are there any products right now that you're having an issue with getting in? Um, so like for me, because we literally live in stores, because yeah. um, we have to. Not, <laughs> It's fine. We don't have a problem. But <laughs> for work. Make yeah, it's it's work. for science. Right off. So <laughs> yeah, it's right off. So the don't don't tell the women. So for um, say like Buffalo Trace, it's almost impossible to find Buffalo Trace right now, um, which I don't know why. But do you find out like some of the logistical issues that different distilleries or producers have? Well, so Buffalo Trace is how how long does it take to make? <laughs> okay, a couple of years, let's say. Uh, well, of course, like at least five, five years. Okay. Yeah. Five years ago, this craze, this bourbon craze, wasn't so popular. You couldn't even give Pappy away. Yeah, so 
I could get, I could five years ago, I could order Buffalo Trace and it would sit on the shelf. I'd sell maybe a few bottles a week. And that's it. Yeah. But, so I maybe about a case, I would go through a month. Jeez. Yeah. So now all these younger, what are you guys called? Millennials? Millennials. Yeah, yeah South <laughs> Buffalo grew up is yeah. what happened. Yeah. So yeah. all these kids now, bourbons are cool. Yeah. yeah. So they want to drink bourbons. And five years ago, Buffalo Trace wasn't thinking like or didn't realize how big that this craze is going to be. So all of a sudden they're going to say, oh, we're going to start making this quicker now. Mm-hmm. They just don't have the, you know, the supply. That's insane. Allegedly. They don't have the supply. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'm sure they got a ton of rickhouses that are just waiting, but. 100%. Yeah. yeah. That or it's already allocated, but. Right. You know, I don't. That's crazy. So then, um, like Derek brought up some of the tariffs and things like, has wine been a factor or been impacted by anything in regards or is it just, you just, I mean, you have it? I mean, there's a little bit of wine that is allocated, but for the most part, it's pretty you know easily available uh the only issue would be from vintage to vintage or if there's fires going on or whatever um like in california there's a big fire you know so then that really slows production that could be there's a new fault that they just discovered in wine grapes called uh smoke taint so that's going to be a huge issue with the production over the next two three years what's that smoke in the yeah, yeah, so there's so much smoke right now that wow. it's just getting into the grapes, into the tanks, and it's oh. really, really messing with the with the, the, with the juice and the fermentation. Mm-hmm. Okay. So if you were to bottle it as normal, and then you open it up in let's say two or three years, it's going to be very smoky. Is that good or bad? You know, it it depends, mm-hmm. of course. But for the most part, it's probably going to be bad. It can really, really hurt wine, lower production. You're going to really see an increase in Napa prices. I mean, they're already exorbitant amounts right now. So they're only going to go up now since it's harder to produce and you're going to have all these issues. Mm-hmm. So, But for the most part, it's nothing compared to bourbons or scotches. <clears throat> so do you guys have – what is it like to get wine? Do you try it first? Like you allowed? Or what's the process to bring in a new product? Because I'd be all about that. Oh, it's, it's the hardest part of my job. So, it's staying sober. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, most people drink coffee in the morning. You know, just just the other day, I'm walking in and I was I woke up late. I'm just I, I didn't even have my coffee. And yeah, at the front counter, he's got like three bourbons lined up. He goes, "Hey, Dad, you want to try these?" I'm like, "Oh my God, just give me a minute." <laughs> you know, but that's you know an everyday thing. You know, there's always samples. This, these reps always come in and they have samples for you, mm-hmm. yeah. whether bourbon or cognacs or wine or whatever. Yeah, whatever. Uh, so we we have our Sam Jim Jim Curry, and he actually he used to be a uh, a school teacher for us at uh, Dodge Elementary School. He taught him and his wife taught myself and my three siblings, and so we got close after you know teachers are going to start to drink after you have four kids. Or you have all four kids. So we yeah. got close to them. And uh, he's now our son. He retired, and now he just does this for fun. So what he does is come in on, let's say, Thursday, and we sit down with the reps, and we just taste a bunch of these different wines. And Thursdays are my day off, so that allows reps to come in and sit down with us in here, and like you know, they come up with a big lineup, and we just taste a bunch of wines. They give me price sheets. You know, I say if I like it, if I don't like it, if it fits our margins. Um all these different things that go into it, but 
Um, sometimes it's awful. Sometimes it's great. Um, and then at the end of the day, I have to run it by him, of course, to see if if we can afford it and, and if it fits, et cetera. But it's an absolute blast to do it. I've learned so much, and I really started working here, what, two years ago when I graduated college? So the past two years, I've learned so much. Mm-hmm. And it honestly comes exclusively from talking to reps, talking to Psalms, talking to master distillers, talking to people like Tony DeYoung, um, and just tasting. Mm-hmm. So it, it, it's really helped my palate. It's helped my tolerance. But for the most part, it's um, it's pretty great. It's a fun part of the job. Yeah, not to give away any industry secrets, but what do you tell them when you don't like their product? Like, nah, we're not going to bring that <laughs> I, I in the store. A couple <laughs> things. Uh, my, my usual go-to is, yeah, I'll talk to the rep about it or I'll talk to you next week and we'll see if it fits. Well, then uh, there's just me being the asshole and saying, uh, no, this is awful. It's a crap. <laughs> it's like a good cop, bad cop thing sure. sometimes. Um, but yeah. Just because I've seen over the years so much bullshit. It's just, mm-hmm. just cut it out. Just get to the, you know, I mean, they're all good people. You just you just say, no, it's not going to work. Gross, not good. Yeah. I like this one. Price is too high. It's good, but too high. It's just, you know, there's so many different factors. That's the Boston in you. That's what that is. <laughs> yeah. They call me a mass hole. <laughs> my so daughter my actually gave me a shirt that says mass hole <laughs> for Father's Day. Happy Father's Day. Yeah, yeah exactly. Love it. Jeez. So for when you – okay, I, I have to ask this question. It's probably going to go over a lot of people's heads, but I'll dive into it so people have some context. But when you first started – and there was a layoff, and then you're like, I'm going to put in for a liquor license. What drove you to that? Like, did you do a SWOT analysis, or did you think of, like, some – was there any market analysis at all, or were you like, I just like booze? So, so. I worked – people I used to caddy for when I was younger. Oh, he's a caddy. That was Jeez. a chance. Yeah. We're trying to go out this weekend if you want to come with I'll us. I'll caddy. <laughs> I love it. I'm the best caddy. I'll just feed like you beers. My favorite job ever okay. uh, was being a caddy. Story. Yeah. I loved it. So uh, two people I used to caddy for all the time, they owned six stores in Massachusetts. And um, I just always – I worked in the clubhouse. I worked as a janitor in the kitchen. So I've always known these guys. And – when I went to college, I asked them, you know, every spring break, if I come home, can I work for the week or uh, summer break, spring break, or whatever. I would always work at their, one of their liquor stores, and they always liked me. So after I graduated college, I worked in the liquor store. <laughs> I still didn't know what I wanted to do in life. So I worked there, and I worked for them for about 13 years. And they bought a store in Rhode Island, and they were getting older. They didn't want to work anymore. They wanted to golf. And they said, hey, we've got this huge store out of bankruptcy. We want you to run it. We'll move you down there. So they moved me down there, which was great. It was a huge store, about this size. And that's where I got all my experience. And every time just driving around, I would always say, oh, that's a good spot for a liquor store. That's a good spot for a liquor store. I don't know why. So when I got laid off that week and I came home and I knew, I was actually listening to the radio and they said that, Geico was going into this huge business park, and they started already building the retail um, area. And I said, that's a great spot for a liquor store. So I called up my old bosses, and I asked them, I go, what do you think? And they said, Lewis, you'll always have an excuse not to do it. Mm -hmm. Oh, I have a kid on the way, or I just got laid off. I have no money, or 
something. There's always something. But in order to do it, just grow some balls and just do it. So he did it. That's great advice. Yeah. But you can, you'll always have an excuse not to do it. Mm-hmm. Correct. So He's going to get me all fired up again. Right. See, this happens every interview. Somebody brings up motivation. I just get all juiced up. <laughs> my palms start sweating. <laughs> so I love that. But, yes, you're, that's, yes, I agree. I wholeheartedly, that's all I'll say. We'll move on. Derek, ask a question. I'm, I'm getting fired up. <laughs> so, obviously, coming from Boston, coming to Buffalo, what are your thoughts on Buffalo? Do you like Buffalo? Is it the same as Boston? You kind know, of? the of weather's the same. The same. <laughs> Parts of it are. Parts of it are, yeah. The, Not the sports teams. I think he's such an ass. No, they're better. We, we can mute the microphone for Tyler. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Tyler said that, not me. Um, the weather's the same, except there's no spring in Buffalo. Yeah. There really is no spring. Right. That's the one thing I miss. Um, I miss the ocean, but the people here are freaking awesome. And I've, I've been all over the country. I've traveled a lot. The people in Buffalo freaking rock. Mm-hmm. And I'm not just saying that for the mic. I've never <laughs> met so many nice, good-hearted people. Yeah. You know, and I realized that when I first opened Lexi's, there was this lady that walked in, and she's, oh, nice store, cute store, good luck. And then as she's walking out, she turned back to me, and she says, I really mean that, good luck. There's a lot of good people in Buffalo, and they would love to support you. Wow. And I'll never forget that. Yeah, it was 13 years ago. It was like the first couple weeks I was open. That's incredible. Yeah. Yeah. Jesus. That's like the opposite of what I thought that was going to be because there's people, there's a lot of people in New York that ask you how you're doing, but it's rhetorical. Like we don't, we don't give a shit how you're doing. Like we're just moving along with our day and that's normal. Oh yeah. You know what I mean? Like it's not. I got to disagree. But, but, but to your point, there's also a lot of people that genuinely do care when they ask yes. you that. They but there's, do. Yeah, but, think, you know, it's like downstate. There's like, I do them. They just keep walking. They yeah, don't care. Do. Yeah, they don't care at all. <laughs> you know, when I first moved here, this, my neighbors were coming over with cake or brownies. I'm Jeez. like, why? Just stop. You know, I, is it because of Amway? Do they want me to join their cult? <laughs> so I was so standoffish. Yeah, I, I'm dead this? serious. <laughs> people are not that nice where I come from. Yeah. Wow, that's crazy. And it kind of goes back to what you were saying, too, on how you felt that you needed to just bite it off and just do it. Mm -hmm. And that's a pretty similar mentality that people around Buffalo generally have, is that, you know what, we're just a blue-collar city. Sometimes you just got to do what you have to do and just go on with your life. Right. And not wait around for somebody to either give you a reason to do it or make an excuse why you can't do it. So, yeah, I mean, that's very similar to Boston. Again, that's a very... Similarity to Boston, Mike. Sometimes they are similar. <laughs> He's a Bruins fan, yeah, I am. so I'm going to steal the mic from him. I'll be a moderator for this. You know, another example, real quick, is um, when I got that lawsuit down the street. When I got sued, um, which of course everything was dismissed three times. He appealed it three times and lost every time. But the 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 responses I got, or the letters, or the emails I got, or the people coming into my store saying, "Good luck. That's bullshit." We're behind you. Just whatever. Good luck. Hang in there. You'll be fine. I was so humbled how many people mm-hmm. came out of the woodwork just to say good luck. You know, we had yeah. somebody from Akron even come up and just he bought a case of wine and just said, "I saw. I don't. I'm not affiliated with anybody. I just saw your stuff in the what was it, the Buffalo News." Yeah, and he's, no, he's, he read in the Buffalo News, but saw it on Channel Four News. Oh, that's what it was. And, and just was so outraged. He goes, "Screw that!" Because he used to shop down the street. 
and he just came here and started shopping because of what the whole lawsuit was about. Yeah, yeah that's I awesome. I thought that was, you know what, that was cool. Yeah. That yeah. was really cool. You can't beat that at all, especially just because there's, it's not like they're not doing okay. And they have right. Yes. They have a lot of other locations. Let's, exactly. Let's calm it down. Yeah, yep. and they're down the street from you on transit, which down the street can mean either a second or forty-five minutes because of the traffic. <laughs> That's exactly what so my attorney said. Everything's <laughs> fine. Everything's okay. Yeah. So especially in Billville. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so with liquor stores, you don't generally see where we are right now, which is a conference room area where you can entertain people, bring in sales reps mm-hmm. to talk about their product and taste mm-hmm. everything. So what made you incorporate that into your liquor store? Because this is what puts you above any other liquor store. Yeah. So I think years ago when my uncle owned a couple liquor stores, you know, you turn the key, open the door, turn the lights on, and people will come in. Mm-hmm. Those days have changed. And I think you just need something um, more exciting. It doesn't have to necessarily be bigger, but just something cool. What's different? People like change. They mm-hmm. like different things. So we put this wine tasting room in here. And at first it was it was tough to get it started. And I was so overwhelmed and so busy. I never really utilized it. But when Tyler graduated, I said, one thing I'm one thing I want you to work on is filling this room once a week with people. Gotcha. Customers that want to learn about wine. And that's what he's been doing. So what type of events are here? Well, let's see. Well, we've had wine tastings from Strasam doing it. We've had wine tastings from winemakers that are out in Napa, so they would Skype in, Zoom in. We've had um, bit, uh, what was it a bridal shower in here, oh, and then cool. we did like a like a cocktail event with a bartender from around here. We've had local distilleries, local wineries physically come in here. We've had. Uh, Ari Sussman from Three Chord, mm-hmm. he came in, he did an event with us, and that was a huge hit. So we've done everything there, and now we're gone virtual as well. And even though we've got some we got some smaller groups in here, it's a lot more fun to do it virtually because you can have a party at your own house. You can have your family. It could be your neighbors, whatever, mm-hmm. and you don't have to worry about driving home or doing anything. So we've been shipping out wine or delivering wines to people or having them come in and pick it up. And yeah, the virtual wine seminars are huge yeah. right now. Yeah, I mean, you can see all those packages out there, and that's just basically getting ready for one event. Wow. Yeah, it's insane. And we're doing this almost every week now. So how does somebody sign up, or are they able to attend it? Yeah, they yeah. email us. <laughs> he at, does all that. Yeah, they email us at addieswine at gmail.com or addieseventss333 at gmail.com. Very professional, I know. And, and uh, they can reach out and say, hey, we're interested in doing a seminar, and then we can get in touch with them. Or Facebook. Or Facebook. They can download our app, and oh, then they cool. can reach us through that. And there's so many different options, and we do public seminars. We At one point, we started doing them every week, and then we kind of cut that off, and then uh, now we're doing them every other week or every two weeks. And yeah, so every Thursday, we would do a, a virtual wine seminar. We, we started with, I think, 20 people the first week. So now it's yeah. grown to 80 to 100 people. No, private ones are getting 300, 400 people. Wow. Yeah. It's insane. That's incredible. It's insane. Thank you, Zoom. Yeah. Zoom. Yeah. yeah. It's crazy. So what is your favorite wine or spirit? Do you have, like, a category that you prefer? Uh, you want to go first or me? Yeah, you can go first. He's all nerdy. I'm the expert here. <laughs> no, no I'm, the, I'm the nerd between the two of us. 
Uh, for wine, it's a red Zinfandel. Absolutely love it. There's one called Pay Dirt, and it's it blows me away. Uh, for spirits, I love tequila. Oh, okay. And I within tequila, I prefer Reposado. Um, but I do love scotch. I love bourbons. What was that look for? Cheers, man. I'll stay away from all that. Yeah. That's, <laughs> that's, that's... Oh, wow. You had too much hose in school one day? Yeah. Yeah, we'll call it school. Sure. Yeah. 100%. <laughs> Definitely, Vage. Yeah, yeah just, tequilas yeah. have changed, though. They're so... There's such sipping tequilas now. They're they're really good. Really? Yeah. If you tasted mm-hmm. terrified of the T word, man. I, I gotta yeah. tell you though, it's changed over the years. It's it's actually pretty good. So is that your favorite tequila? No, nah, I like everything. Perfect. See, I'll drink look at that. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Yeah, it's a PC answer there. He likes everything. No, I, don't, I really don't have a favorite uh, favorite of anything except for children. So here we go again. <laughs> he rolled his eyes too. He caught that. He's like, just, just shut up. <laughs> oh, no, um, no, I, I, I do love um, darker spirits, uh, especially Scotch. The peatier, the better. Uh, that's probably why I love reposados, anejos. Um, my favorite bourbon actually that I've ever had was uh, it's probably Buffalo Trace. Really? Yeah, just regular sipping. That's not anything special. Mm-hmm. Um, there's some unbelievable ones, and you know, not to push three chord again, but yeah, my favorite was the three chord. The, that we the whiskey the drummer yeah. That yeah. We, when you guys did that one, that was probably the best bourbon I've ever had. The best sipping one though was probably uh, Buffalo Trace, but you know, we, the three chord ones were was awesome. Yeah, so like just knowing kind of what you like and what you prefer, how are you able to direct customers that come in here that have no idea what they what they want? Do you see that often where they're just like, I have no oh, idea. Yeah. Oh. That's yeah. the fun part. Yeah, it sure. It really is fun. I would like a wine. And we <laughs> yeah. have to go from there. Oh, they walk in and go, do you have wine? Yeah. <laughs> no. no. Nah, no, don't. It's not in our name either. <laughs> so we first, you know, do you like it dry? Do you like it sweet? How much do you want to spend? You can spend from $5 to $600, you know, and then we just sort of get an idea and then we, you know, narrow it down and then, you know, okay, I like a Chardonnay. Okay, $15. Okay, what do you usually drink? So we try to get them, give them something different for gotcha. them to experiment on, mm-hmm. you know. Or same thing with the liquor, same thing. Mm-hmm. Wine's a little bit easier to do that because people aren't as brand loyal as they are with spirits. Yeah, you know, you've got the bourbon snobs, the whiskey snobs, the uh, scotch snobs. Mm-hmm. But with wine, yeah, you've got the Kendall Jackson fans, Josh fans, which there's nothing wrong with those. Mm-hmm. But, you know, people are more willing to experiment with wine, probably because there's so much more wine than there is spirits. Yeah. So now with a huge store that you have, do you get special releases or, like, really kind of special products that most people don't get? Like Pappy, we said earlier. Do you get Pappy? (laughs) (laughs) You know, we get good allocations. Yeah, Yeah, we get good allocations. They go by what you sell throughout the year. Okay. And if you support their products, then you usually get more when it comes to those allocations. As in the uh, distributor, at the physical product necessarily. Correct. 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 So for products, for example, like the the Eric Church single barrel, Mm -hmm. Jack, there was like 200 total of those Mm -hmm. because it was a single barrel. So for stuff like that, is it kind of will call you and like the, you're within our first 10 phone calls or is it look man we only have like 200 days total so i really don't know what to tell you. With, with that one in particular actually uh we got 12 bottles and yeah we 
push it on our app only, and we sold the twelve bo- or eleven bottles because I have one of them. Um, we sold the eleven bottles within three hours. Yeah, wow. it was just from our app alone. See, now that's the difference between him and I. I would save that bottle for a customer. Well, because I think one. that's more important than for myself. I still paid full price for it. I know, and I almost took it out of his room when I saw it. So <laughs> <laughs> I did. He Again, opened it. <laughs> the father-son business is fantastic. Yeah, yeah. isn't it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's exciting, though. Yeah. So okay, so that, that's basically how it works. I mean, it's not. It's not a bidding war or anything like right. that, right? Mm-hmm. No, no. And it also depends on how good your sales rep is. Sure. If that salesperson, yeah. you know, is the first one on the phone, keying in that item number because it comes available at 9 o'clock on a Tuesday, uh, if that person is the first one to key it in, then we'll get it. That's why you got to be close with them, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because they want to help you out. Yeah. Interesting. So what's next for your family, I guess? Because, I mean, are you going to open up another a Tyler liquor Probably not Tyler, but the other son's liquor store. Are you going <laughs> to? They'll open one. They'll open, <laughs> they'll open one up after my girlfriend. Before you. Yeah. <laughs> um. I don't know. I'm getting tired. Uh, I don't know. This is a fun. It's so much fun. Sure. Um, I don't want it to be. I see. I like being here, and I like seeing my customers. And I think if I get a, you know, I legally can't own it. It has Mm -hmm. to be someone else. Like you know, like the other people do down the street. Mm -hmm. They have family members that own their stores. I like to being my be in my one store and see people as they come in. So I don't know. If Tyler wants to venture out and get his own store someday, that'd be great. Yeah, I mean, I would still love to do that, but, I mean, I'm, in, I'm nowhere near that. No, you're not. Because <laughs> we're still growing every, every day. Your but, sister is, but you're not. <laughs> yeah. not at all. yeah, my 12-year-old sister is, but not a 24-year-old. <laughs> but you're having fun here doing this. Oh, it, it's, it's actually an absolute blast. I mean, I, I learned it when I went to school. I went to school for sport management at Ithaca College, and I worked in a liquor store down there. And I would come back home, work um, work summer, work winter breaks, whatever it was. And working there at school, I was working on campus for the sporting events. And, you know, I loved everything. But, you know, I realized when I was graduated that I wanted to do this more. And, you know, I don't come into work. I come into the place that I love to just spend time in probably why I spend so much time here and you know I I get that a little bit from him too because he does enjoy coming in here he's getting a little bit tired I'm sure but you know I love going to all these events that we have like industry tastings Um, it's actually great because one of the first dates I took my girlfriend on was about last year there was a Moet Hennessy tasting and he's like I'm like hey dad do you want to go with me and he's like no, I'm tired of that crap. It's, you know, it was that, <laughs> I, I'm like, it's a salary. He goes, no, 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 you just go. I go, all right. So I go, and I'm like, hey, baby, you want to go with me? And she goes, sure. So I got a three-course meal, unlimited drinks, and a, you know, just a fun night out with my girlfriend all for free Wow. at Salvatore's. <laughs> so I, I got some brownie points yeah. there. So can we, like, work here? Is that, is that <laughs> sure. <a thing? laughs> I need help. Yeah, we are hiring. Are you? Oh, God, yes. Yeah. yeah. For, for like, what type of positions? We're looking for... Podcasters. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you and Rachel need help with all these seminars. Oh, my gosh. It's unbelievable. Yeah. 
So we have we have another employee, Rachel, that does a lot with the seminars also, mm-hmm. these virtual seminars. And uh, she was actually the first one that came up with the idea because when COVID hit, we had a bunch of wine tastings scheduled back here. And Tyler says, Dad, what are we going to do? I'm like, oh, shit, I think we're going to cancel them all. So we, we don't know what the hell's going on. But that's why we're doing the virtual seminars. Yeah, and, and then she mentioned, it. why don't you do a virtual wine seminar? I go, ah, I'm good. No, 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 I don't know what that is. And she goes, yeah, do it through Zoom. No, 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 no. <laughs> we're good. This is just a liquor store. This was like an overnight thing. Yeah, and then these two got together, and my God, it is the best thing we've ever, ever done. Mm-hmm. This is like the younger generation yeah. stepping up, something I would never even consider doing. Yeah, and each package is about $55. So you would come in and just buy the four wines, uh, if we're doing a spirits one, you would buy the two bottles, three bottles, whatever we come up with, mm-hmm. of course. But it's mainly wine, and it would be $55, and you take it home, we deliver it to you, whatever. And you don't pay for the event, you just pay for the wines. And mm-hmm. then you can join the event if you want. That's cool. Yeah, that, the cool thing was we were delivering them all. Oh, because yeah. Because people didn't want to come out of the house. Sure. So we're just delivering it. And all day. When we would deliver this box, they, they would open the door and like, Oh my like God! Christmas Thank morning. you so much. <laughs> yeah, we're like a wine fairy. It's just a virtual wine seminar for an hour, but they loved it, and it was so. We have so much fun doing it. Mm-hmm. That's cool. Yeah, it's just crazy. It's really cool. So, if anybody uh, of our listeners wants to do that, just go find them on their social media and uh, get in touch with them because it's clearly a good time if you got people coming back. Yeah. Like so. we, so we we had the next one coming up is the Bills one. I'm kind of listening to you guys. No, it's not a Bills one. It's it's a, a Thursday night pregame. Yes, but Corn- wasn't it changed like three yeah. times? You yeah, guys we're, had to change well, it. First of all, it's a legal thing with the NFL. But oh. uh, yeah, we're doing a NFL pregame show on a Thursday night, which apparently, well, not apparently, it's we not all happening. know what happened. It got moved. Yeah. But uh, we're still going to do it. Uh, it's going to be a Bills theme one. Um, Without spoiling anything, we're going to do them all based off of the Bills. We are, we'll do a Josh Wine for whatever oh, okay. the quarterback's name is. You know, Josh Allen, Josh Something. the Goat, whatever yeah. it is, um, as some people say. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, but, yeah, we're doing that. And then we have a Halloween one that we're calling Hollow Wine. That's going to be, is it, I think, a couple of days before Halloween. So we're going to do spooky labels and a pairing with chocolates. So we're just going to get you guys like a little baggie of chocolate and yeah that's always a good one so it's like a chocolate wine tasting that's tough i mean you gotta wait you gotta make sure the chocolate makes it all the way to your house and that's it's a long drive and (laughs) exactly you can't i can't do that i know it can melt in your mouth (laughs) yeah can you get like two bags of chocolate so you can have one on the way home or (laughs) use promo code buffalo happy hour you get two bags look at that that. (laughs) on the spot there you go got you Well, anything else you guys want to add? I mean, uh, we really appreciate, one, not only what you guys have here in stock because you have a ton of stuff here, um, but also being on and also helping us get Tony for his interview as well. Um, so is there anything else that you guys would want to add to this? Well, one, you always have a studio here. 
Oh, thank you. I know your Appreciate basement's that. great. Yeah. Uh, whose basement is it? We actually just moved to my garage. Oh, yeah. oh, nice. yeah. yeah, we got we got out of the really house. Really growing, but so, is it I know, insulated? Right? Is it uh, no, cold it is weather's not. coming. So, so yes, it is going to be a little chilly. <laughs> yeah, we're going to put a uh, a heater in there, so it'll probably burn down the garage. So insurance money, you know oh, how that there works. You go. Uh, so we can afford a studio eventually. So, yeah. <laughs> uh, but really appreciate that. I mean, you, you said that last time too, and we have some stuff coming up that we will be using this space for. So again, thank you very much for that. Yeah, um, absolutely. Yeah. So uh, anything else you guys want to add at all? Go Buffalo. Absolutely. Appreciate your time. Thank you very much. Yes. This has been the interview with Addie's Liquor Store. Everybody go follow them on their social media. Yep, and it's at Addie's Wine on all social media platforms. Good. Cool. Thank you very much, guys. Thank you. Yep. Awesome. Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details.